Willie Yee and Charlemagne the God. The Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter, they're on Facebook, they're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Top of the morning to you, Yeezy. Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the guy. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. And today is National Ball. It's a beautiful day. Drop one of Clues Bombs for us, goddammit. Where do you see that? What do you mean, where do I see that? The same place I see it every day on the national holidays list. I see National Peanut Day. Yes, that's there too. But it's bald, it's beautiful day as well. Okay. And po- and positive thinking day. Positive thinking so day. Two things that I thoroughly enjoy doing. Being bald and uh, thinking Looking positive. like a peanut. Looking uh. like a peanut. <laughs> you got a Knock peanut ass head over there. Okay. <laughs> Even though I don't have a fresh baldy right now. But. <laughs> peanut ass head. All right. And happy birthday to Swiss Beats. Today is Swiss Beats Probably birthday. Probably one of the bombs with Swiss Beats. I heard Swiss had a, a big old shindig last night. He had a party. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. It was last night? Yes. I haven't slept yet, guys. So was the next... Next to, damn it, man. No, man, it was last it. night. I it was definitely last night. There's definitely people posting pictures. I definitely got the invite a, a couple days ago. Damn it, Swiss. I RSVP'd I was going. I thought it was next week. And little, sure du- you did. little Duval performed. Drop on the clues bombs for Lil Duval. God damn it. Uh, my wife's going to be Biggest mad. Biggest star in the nation today. <laughs> Whoops. My wife is going to be mad. Well, All right, you, but- miss, you missed that one. Today's Tyler Perry's born day, too. That's, our, that's my guy. Okay. Oh, you know? okay. You don't go see his movies, though. Sure don't. Well, if that was your guy, you should go support. I'm going to see uh, the one that's coming out in November with Tika something and Tiffany Haddish and Omari Hardwick. There you go. Yeah. Tyler Perry movies are pretty good. Um, to be the first, the first ones. I mean, they are. I just, they I, are. They I, are. I think I just outgrew them. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like Man. Diary of a Mad Black that Woman. Was that was great. <laughs> the one with Idris Elba, Daddy's Little Girl. That that's was my a favorite great movie. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what else was really good? Um, what, what was it called? Um, the Family that prays. I don't think I saw that one. That was so crazy. I don't. That might have been the best one. I haven't seen one Tyler Perry. Yes, movie. you have. No, Impossible. I Impossible. Name one. I haven't seen any. Any one. You, you, you may not know it's a Tyler Perry movie, but you've seen it. Name one. I mean, I don't know which one you saw. I haven't. I, I haven't seen any of them. They're like wallpaper on TV. Like you, you never seen the one with Janet Jackson? No. That was a good one with that Janet was a good and the Rock. One too. I, I haven't yes. seen that one. I hated that one. Though. That pissed me off so bad. I didn't see that. Especially one. Especially at the end when Malik Yoba dies, and then she just. All of a sudden, The Rock just walks now, in my life. Definitely not going to go see that when oh, he told me to end Oh, it. my God. It's horrible. I haven't seen any. I, I don't know. But happy born day to Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry and Swiss Beach. Two very uh, filthy, rich black men. There you go. Well, yes. I haven't slept yet. I went to D.C. yesterday. I got this award celebrating multiculturalism and diversity. Congressman, Congresswoman Maxine Waters was there as well. She got her award also. Okay. And I met Jeff Friday, the founder of the American Black Film Festival. He got his award as well. But it was the Icon Talks Awards with the Motion... Uh, Motion Picture Association of America. Okay. So that was dope. So I went there on the train after I left here and then came back on the train. My train got delayed. There you go. On the way back. That's how you stay humble. Yes. <laughs> That's right. I took the train. There you go. Drop on the clues bombs for Angela Yee on the train. It was not that comfortable. It's not the train that you take. It's not that the, the A and humble. The, the, the Letting e, the train the be C. delayed. It's not one of them trains. I take the right. subway all the time. Let's be clear. My mom works for... Ooh. That's right. My mom works for New York City Transportation Stay connected authority. to these streets. When's the last time you was on the train, Charlamagne? Never. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> Because I got really bad anxiety. Me too. 
And when I heard years ago that the oh, next Lord. terror attack in New York was going to be on the trains, I stayed my ass off the trains ever since. Well, I took the train, the New York City subway, to the train to go to D.C. Congratulations. So. Shout out to you. You know what I mean? Keep yeah. it real out there. Then, listen, when I got off the train. <laughs> I like to keep my head above ground. I picked up my car. I was on my way home. And then there was an accident on the bridge. So that was delayed for about another half an hour. So by the time I got home, it was time to get ready for work. Well, God is delaying you for a reason. You just don't know what that reason then is. Then I left my... <laughs> then I, you know, I, I live in Brooklyn, so I had to park my car far away. By the time I got home, there was no parking anywhere. It was pouring down, raining, and I forgot my phone in the car by the time I got in the house. But God made a way. <laughs> there you go, yeah. So I had to run back outside, and I put my sneakers on the wrong feet. Woo! God but is I didn't feel like changing. for a reason. <laughs> Okay, you need it was to very uncomfortable. pay attention to why God is making you uncomfortable. I was like, it why is, in that is this happening to me? Well, I got Don't your, question God. I got your breakfast this morning, Yee. I already ordered it and paid for it, but thank you. All right, well, why gonna, is this happening to I was me? Gonna, I was going to ask this you for five never hours Don't anyway. question God. <laughs> I was going to ask you for I five I could have had anyway. free breakfast. Don't have, question okay. God, gal. Well, it's throwback Thursday. Did you throw a Jamaican twang? He did, a little twang. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little twang. Yeah. It was a slang, a little twang. Uh, throwback Thursday, Corrupt will be joining us for the dog pound. Listen, you know these... Well, if Corrupt gave up about it... Yep. I'd always be broke. These are the kind of conversations <laughs> I like having. You know what I'm saying? Corrupt, DPG, Death Row. He was there. He was there. All those movies that we see East, now. East Coast, West Coast. Tupac movies. He was there. Straight up, uh, he was there. He was there. Okay. He was actually part of it. And, and I love Daz and Corrupt. We're going to talk to Corrupt uh, later on today. But all right, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Ooh, a new iPhone, a new watch, all of that. Oh, that means Y'all charge ready? more money. Y'all ready? More money. <laughs> all right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yes. Nice for what? Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne nice the for guy. what? We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Yes, Hurricane Florence. If you guys are flying, make sure you check out what your flight is looking like. It's a lot of flights have been delayed. The good news is that it has weakened to a Category 2 hurricane, mm-hmm. but it still will unleash extreme storm surges, possibly historic flooding rains, and damaging winds in the Carolinas. That starts today. The storm, they said, is expected to slowly move inland. It's going to batter much of the U.S. coast for days, so it's no longer a major hurricane, but its reach has expanded. So residents from Georgia to Virginia are going to be facing problems. So there's at least 800 flights that have been canceled along the East Coast Thursday through Saturday, so make sure that you guys check your flights again. And there have been emergencies declared in several states, including the Carolinas, Georgia, Virginia, and Maryland. Yeah, salute to my peoples in South Carolina. Salute to North Carolina. Salute to you everybody. Out? You got your fan out and everything. Yeah, they definitely evacuated, but I mean the storm has weakened to a mm-hmm. category two, so you know. Yeah, that's a, gonna, that's a good thing. Even though it got bigger, mm-hmm. that's a great thing that it only right. it decreased to a category two. All right, and Apple has announced three new iPhones. As you know, they always do their September press conference. Mm-hmm. So there's the high-end iPhone X getting an upgrade. It's going to be an XS. Kiss my ass, Apple. Which is a 5.8-inch iPhone and the uh, iPhone XS XS Max. No. That phone's going to be $1,100, by the no. way. That's going to be the biggest phone no. iPhone that they've Most made expensive. so far. Most expensive. Yes, no. it has a larger display, but it has nope. a similar body. And I know. Again, um, there's no home button. There's no... Uh, there's no home button, and you have to use the Face ID. I got the iPhone 10 right now, and I'm sitting here saying to myself, I refuse to buy any more iPhone products. But you know what's going to happen? What? The same thing that happens every time a new phone comes it out. Breaks. All of a sudden, this phone right Slows here stops down. working. It just starts slowing down. Well, yeah, so it won't mine, turn on. Mine breaks. 
I break my phone and I just leave it broken. I'm like, I ain't replaced. But you know, I do have that plan where you can upgrade for free. So you pay every month and then when the new one comes out, you just can upgrade it. Man, we all getting hoodwinked and bamboozled, <laughs> man. Soon as the new phones come out, our old phones stop working. So we got to go out and buy these new products. Well, there's also the iPhone XR. That's the third new one and that's going to be the lower end phone. That starts at $749. I don't it's, know why Apple just don't drop the iPhone Malcolm X for February, Black History Month. You stupid. That'd be so you crazy. can start pre-ordering these tomorrow. Is it's, anybody going to pre-order no. the iPhone? iPhone XS, XS, I can't say nope. XS. No, I'm going to ride mine until the wheels fall off. Yeah. I treat my iPhone the way you. I treat my Tims, okay? I wear my Tims so they all scuffed up with black marks. I wear them until I can't wear them no goddamn more. And I'm going to do the same thing with this iPhone until this thing freezes on me in the Amber's gym. Amber's going to get it. I'm going to get, I'm nah, not going to get the I'm new I'm actually one. not. I'm, I'm actually, you see, I got the new Samsung and I got the iPhone, but I ain't paying for no more phones, man. F that. When I was in Johannesburg in South Africa, they said they don't really use iPhones over there like that. What no. they got? They, I guess they use, They use um, the Galaxies and Samsungs, yeah, the Blackberries and smartphones. I wouldn't That's expect nothing less in Africa. So when I travel, only in Africa use. should be black. They were like, it's not really that Stupid. big over here because they, they, everybody uses WhatsApp, and you know how we use the um, iMessage and texting. They were like, yeah, we're not really. That's interesting because all my friends from like the UK and like Africa always ask me if I got the WhatsApp. Yeah, they, yeah, use, they WhatsApp. use WhatsApp. It's because you could use it on Wi-Fi and all that other stuff. Mm. It's cheaper. All right. All right, and that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, a horrible night, or maybe you had a great morning and you Have want to spread some positivity. Have you ever put your shoes on the wrong feet? No. If you question God one more time. <laughs> no, no. I think my five-year-old's done it a couple times, but I, no. But anyway, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Teleman. How y'all doing this morning? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, nothing to get off my chest. Wanted to spread blessings to everybody. You done know Rastafari to the most. I bless you. Bumba cut! Choke the chicken, brethren! Hey. You always ruin it. Yeah, yes, you always miss it. in. Bless up. Bless up! Angeli, bless up. Bless up. DJ Envy, bless up. Wagwan. You see, hey, I just wanted to tell you guys I want to spread blessings to a young man that I heard the other day. His name is I Am Flux. He got a song called Can't Wait. Give him blessings and shout up. He's been on a couple of stations in Tampa. Just wanted to show love to him, man. I think to all of y'all. Have a blessed morning. Thank you, man. I think Khaled needs a Jamaican personal trainer. I think that's the only thing that's going to help Khaled lose weight. I just thought about that for some reason. Why you say that? He just needs that motivation. Somebody in the gym telling him, go, Khaled, go! Being on the elliptical machine. He's on machine. Weight Watchers. No. He needs mm-hmm. Jamaican Watchers. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Lou out of Dallas. Lou, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Man, what's going on, man? I just want to tell y'all I'm feeling blessed this morning, man. Letting y'all know I appreciate y'all. Y'all give me through my mornings while I'm out on the road. Salute to Dallas. You know I love Dallas. You know I'm a Cowboy fan. I'll be out there this this Saturday. I'm doing a Dallas versus New York party for the game. So, you know. You should invite Earl Spence out. Salute to Earl Spence. He's invited. Okay, what up, Charlamagne? The guy, man, you funny as hell. That's usual. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate that. Everybody's watching the NFL. I, no, I'm not watching NFL, but I'm not going to sit there and act like I'm not a Cowboy fan. I'm supporting the, the African-American players And you saw that the mayor of County Louisiana rescinded his ban. Yeah, I seen that. He had no I choice. Did. I seen that. I did. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay. watching the NFL, but I'm watching the NFL highlights. Shut up. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Lawrence from Detroit. Hey, what's up, bro? What up, though? Get it off your chest. Uh, I want to say I'm depressed for the simple fact. Uh, yesterday while I was at work, a school that I, high school that I used to go to, my cousin told me that... Uh, a girl got stabbed in the middle of a class, all because of a boy who was playing both of them. And one of the girls found out about it and stabbed the girl in the middle of class, running a butcher's knife to school. 
So I just want to say rest in peace to that little girl. That's about it, man. Yeah, I saw that on the news yesterday. So sad to see something like that happen. Very sad. Young girls arguing over that. That's crazy. Hello, who's this? Yeah, hello. Uh, This is MC. Uh, I want to say, guys, you know, I listen to you guys religiously every morning on my car. and not on my car, on my phone. and not on my phone on YouTube. Thank you, sir. No problem. And um, I want to just ask Angela Gee about a relationship that I've been on and off. Uh So I heard the story about the guy that dated a former football player girlfriend. And I'm actually in the same uh, situation myself because um, I dated this girl like maybe eight years ago. Bro, you know what? You know what? You know what? Hold he, on, bro. You, he was the side piece. Hold, hold, hold on, on one second. We'll hold put on. you on ass. Right, Here we gonna put you on ass key. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it. Pick up the mother mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Yo, Envy, what up? It's Snackman. What's poppin', yo? Snackman, man. We ain't hear from you in Hold months. Hold on. What up, Snackman? Yo, what's up, Angela? How you doing? I'm at work right now. I can't really talk. Okay. I'll send you a postcard. You got a Thank job? So Congratulations. God is good. I'm at work right now. Holla. Holla. That's the joke? He just really called to say what's up. That was the punchline? That was it. That you got finally got a job and, and threw away your trash-ass comedy career? Hello, who's this? What's up, Envy? Hey, what's up, Trav? Hey, Trav, I missed you. Oh, my God. Welcome back. Thank you. I missed my Trav. I missed you, too, boo. How was, how was Africa? Oh, it was amazing. Next time you got to come. Listen, did you get some Did you get some Mandingo? No, because I had security with me at all times. They would not even let anybody speak to me. Why you ain't sleep with the security? <laughs> why would I do a thing like Charlem- that? Charlemagne. Hi, sis. How are you? Uh uh-uh, uh, don't 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 hide this to me today. I, I have an issue with you. Uh oh, what I do? Tell him. What I do? Listen, I ain't had an issue with Charlamagne in months. But I love but, it. I love it. Go ahead, tell him. Read him. <laughs> so I I'm on Twitter. My, you know I follow Charlamagne on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I'm minding my business, you know, scrolling through my Twitter, and I see Charlamagne retweet something. Uh-oh. And it's about me. <gasps> no, it wasn't. Uh-oh. What I retweeted? Oh, no, yes, it was. You better go back and see where it clearly uh-huh. Let me go look. What was it, Trav? <laughs> he retweeted a tweet. Somebody tweeted him. It was like, uh, forget about Trav. That, that, that. Uh, something about Kathy <laughs> Griffin and co-hosting and... Man, I wasn't paying that no attention. I was just retweeting How people. How you gonna that... play Trav like that? Well, how you play Trav? Trav's our guy, man. I don't even know what he's talking about. They smile in your face. Backstabbing. Oh, yeah. I want to take your place. <laughs> you, see, you see how fake baby is cool? Charlamagne is definitely a backstabber. I thought about you yesterday. I was listening to uh, City Girls Millionaire What? Why do you think about him? You think Trav I don't got know. It? I just thought like Trav that. would like this song for some reason. <laughs> well, well, you know what? I used to like City Girls until... um. That tweet resurfaced the reshow, which I didn't care about the tweet because the tweet was two, from 2013. But then when it got brought back up, she doubled down on it for hours and then came back and issued a bull apology. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, no, Risha, the girl from City Girls, where she was talking about how she gonna beat mess out her child Ooh. if he turned out gay. Oh, I don't yeah. know nothing about that one. I just, I just like the album. I saw period. That. Yeah, I saw they keep pulling up all these old tweets. <laughs> That's the name of the album. Yeah. Period. Oh, I feel uh, you though. All right, bro. About them. Bye, Joey. Have a good one. All, All right, right Trav. Hello, who's this? Hi, Chanel. Hey, get it off your chest. I'm calling to talk about the new law that was passed in New York City for the Uber um, for the Uber drivers where they're like saying they're not giving out any more TLC plates for a whole year. 
but you have these companies that own like hundreds of places and they're not like doing anything to distribute those places to the drivers. So before you make a dollar to put it in your pocket, you got to pay them four, five, six hundred dollars a week. Mm. Yeah, I don't know the ins and outs of how that all works. I did say they wanted to limit the amount of people that were allowed to drive Uber and stop giving out those. Are you an Uber driver? I am an Uber driver. And I, I, I thought the point, of, the point of Uber was for drivers to be able to own their own place for them to be entrepreneurs. But how am I an entrepreneur when I have to pay a company to rent a car six, $700 a week when I, I, I can't even go out and plate my own car so that I can really own my own business? That's crazy. And they, did say the point, they said the point of that law was to like investigate the impact that Uber is having on the taxis, on traffic in New York City. But I see all of these like delivery trucks out here every morning. How come they can't deliver overnight? Right. Like there's so many other things they could have did. I just feel like it's an attack on the working class individual, on the, on the individual that's trying to own their own business. I'm going to research this. Some, I want to research this some more because that is important. Yeah, I don't see any politicians talking about that. And I, I, I think today's election day, I, I'm, I'm not voting for anybody, any city council member, anybody who voted for that law. That's an attack on the working class New Yorker. So. All right. Thank you for informing us. All righty, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, we got rumors on the way? Let's talk about the BET Hip Hop Awards nominations. They are in, and we'll give you some insight. Who got the most nominations? Also, let's see who you think is going to win. It all goes down on October 6th in Miami. All right, we'll get into all that and more. And don't forget, it's Throwback Thursday. Corrupt from the Dog Pound. West Coast will be joining us. So keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So are the top three people nominated for the BET Hip Hop Awards this year. Well, Drake is number one, 11 nominations. Nice. Then Cardi B has 10. And then number three is Childish Gambino, who got six nominations of his own. That sounds about right, all of those. Nipsey yes. Hussle ain't get nominated for nothing. Nipsey Hussle got the best rap album of the year to me. Well, for album of the year, the nominees are Cardi B, Drake, mm-hmm. J. Cole, Migos, and the Carters. City Girls, period, not in that? No, it's not on here. It needs to be. I didn't know you liked City Girls like that. <laughs> I do. My youngins put me on the City Girls. Oh, okay. City Girls are dope. Salute to Michaela Because I've been trying Nyla. to get them on lip service. That's why. Well, one's in jail. One's in jail. Yeah, yeah one's yeah, in jail. Only, only get one on. <laughs> and that was clues. right before she went to jail. Drop on a clues bombs from Michaela and Nala. Put me on City Girls. I you know, know you didn't know you about know, City Girls. In, interesting fun fact. Uh, P from QC... Months ago, uh, wanted City Girls on the Breakfast Club. And Coach K being the smart man he is says, Nope, they're not ready. And that was months ago. No, they wasn't ready at the time. At the time. No, at the time. But at now the time. they got I'll, I'll Take Your Man, which is a, is, is a record that's been growing. And then, of course, on Drake's joint. And I'm just saying all that to say that's why QC wins the way. And then they, they have win. a lot of drama in real life. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. And one of the most important categories at the 2018 BET Hip Hop Awards will be DJ of the Year. Now, let's talk about those nominees DJ Mustard. Same thing mustard every year. Mustard on the beat. Shout the mustard. And he discovered LMA. Let's be clear. So he he deserves to be there again. DJ Khaled. Shout to Khaled. Every single can't year. Can't front on Khaled. No matter, if he, no matter if he's not losing weight or not. He's on the on the run two tour. And, so he's, and, no he's on, and he's on the Forbes list. Right. He is on the Forbes list. Shout to Khaled. We're going to get to the Forbes list next. But DJ Drama. Shout to Drama. What a, mm. Maybe shout Drama? Yeah, shout out to Drama. Mm. What was his year like? Nah, I'm playing drama. So I'm dropping a clue about the drama. That's, that's my man. Of course, Calvin Harris, who had a smash with the song he Slide. That's my joint. He shouldn't be in there. Why not? Because it's hip-hop. 
BT Hip Hop Awards. You shouldn't be there. He does have hip hop songs. Who's the record? Who's the record? What song Calvin Harris got? That don't sound like, like hip hop. Definitely don't sound like hip hop. Are you kidding me? The Migos were on that song. No, they were. Yeah. Oh man. My goodness. I still don't want them there. And so, <laughs> Shut up, man. Just being honest. Why? Because he's. Because he what? Go ahead, Charlie. Why? <laughs> Your lips don't shiver. Why? Why? Because <laughs> he's not hip hop. That's why. But he had hip hop songs. Ah, uh, knock it off. I agree. He's not hip hop. He's an EDM DJ. All right. So yeah, I think that's it. That's what I was meant to say. Because he's EDM. He's <laughs> EDM DJ. Okay. I hope you out. And DJ. Envy! Definitely don't see why you should be. Oh, man, I mean. Now, Envy, why don't you right now tell it. us why you should be DJ of the I year. I don't see it. Go. I don't see what year you had to be on. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I don't have to sell myself. Don't take his heart away. I'm not, you know. <laughs> I've I mean, seen DJ, I've seen Envy have a better year as a personality than a DJ this year, but that's just my opinion. I mean, you know, the Podcast fact that, popping. The fact that we took an artist out from Atlanta and made him a top five record. You know, when my own home station didn't play the record, still a top five Who record. Who are you talking about? I'm talking about um, Durant's Deshaun Hardaway. You know okay, that guy. Got you, you know, got top you, got five you, record you, got remix you. with, you know, uh, 2 chains. What does that have to do with DJing, though? Is, uh, what does Khaled have to do with DJing? He's a DJ. That's what he does. Oh, got you, got He's you. a DJ. You lost more weight than Khaled this year. I'll oh, give you that. Guess, you know what? Your, your weight loss has been noticeable. You know what? All right, give us some more. Envy, give us some more. You, I ain't, I'm, you still ain't selling us, baby. You're not selling us on why you should you know be the, we should win this. Had the Fetty Wap single, which was a top 20 single. Okay. Top 20 rhythmic as well. Okay. I did numerous tours overseas, Africa. Europe, you know, just I, I, okay, I've been doing my more. thing, you know. Give I, us some more. I DJ on the on the on the biggest radio show in the morning where I think we're syndicated in what. 30, 40, 90. Khaled's oh, son 90. is cute. I forgot 90, 90 more. Khaled's son is cute. Then who? Then who? Then the you. little Brooklyn? Then you. The little London? The wow. little Jackson? Huh? Then Madison? Huh? Huh? The Logie? He said then you. you. Asad's cuter than you, Envy. <laughs> he is. Asad is cuter than me. All right. So anyway, those are the nominations. No, serious question. Do you think you should win this year? I think I wish I should win everywhere. Okay. I ain't asking ask your ego. I'm thinking I'm, ask I, you. I, I'm the best DJ regardless, and that's how I should feel. Don't hey. Without a doubt. I think you should win because you lost more weight than Cali. No, shut up, man. I'm honest with you. And, you, shut and you've been up. working out way l- less longer than Cali. Shut up! Well, Cardi B posted on Instagram. They also have 2018's top 10 best-selling hip-hop albums, and Cardi B is number three on that list. And by the way, the only woman on that list of top 10 best-selling hip-hop albums. Drake is number one with Scorpion. Post Malone is number two, and Cardi B is number three. And then the Migos. She even beat the Migos. I'm so proud of Cardi I'm B. Man. I'm so proud of Cardi B. God damn it. Cardi. She posted that and she said, numbers don't effing lie. I'm so proud of Cardi. Cardi, you do your damn man, thing, I'm going to tell you something else. If you think what? if you think Body can't do it again, if you think Mama Body can't do it again, you're out your damn mind. Well, let's talk about the American Music Awards as well then, because those nominees were in yesterday also. And Drake, Cardi B, and XXXTentacion were among the people who are going to be uh, possibly winning awards at this show as well. Drake and Cardi B are tied for eight awards for the most nominations, so congratulations. Shout out to Cardi B. Cardi B. One of clues, bombs for Barty! I heard some new body too. Yeah, uh, you you play me some dope. Yeah, I heard some new body. Body got body got body body gonna do it again. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about we the American sure. Music Awards for <laughs> <laughs> for favorite album, rap or hip hop. Would you Girl, give stop. it to Drake, Scorpion, Lil Uzi Vert, Love Is Rage Two, or Post Malone, Bear Bongs, and Bentley? Drake. I'm, I'm definitely going with uh, Little Uzi. All right, no. I ain't even heard that. Yeah, yeah, none of that. I just records. like Little Uzi's vibe. I like he's a sassy savage. Drake. Okay, I like everything about Uzi. The show the shimmy's got me. All right, now Viola Davis, she did an interview with the New York Times at the Toronto Film Festival, and this interview happened on Tuesday. And she says she does have a regret about playing her role in The Help that she was uh, nominated for an Oscar for that role. 
Now, she said, I felt at the end of the day, it wasn't the voices of the maids that were heard. I know Abilene. I know many. They're my grandma. They're my mom. And I know that if you do a movie where the whole premise is, I want to know what it feels like to work for white people and to bring up children in 1963. I want to hear how you really feel about it. I never heard that in the course of the movie. And a lot of people did criticize that movie for over-crediting white women for improvements in race relations instead of giving more emphasis to the real heroes of the story who were the black maids like her character in that movie. So she herself said that she does regret her role in that movie. Really? Yes. But she did say it was a good experience and she was fond of everybody that she worked with. And I'm sure it was a learning experience for people who watched the movie, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she's just being honest about it. And, by the way, if you guys read The Hollywood Reporter, there's a nice article in there on Kenya Barris. I read that last night. Who is the creator of Black-ish. And he's talking about stepping away from ABC and actually going over to Netflix and the reason why. And he also gives a lot of information about that episode that we never saw. Please, baby, please. It was supposed to air in the back half of the fourth season. And they actually went above production budget and everything to go and film that. They got clearances for Sam Cooke's song, A Change Is Gonna Come. Mm. It has news footage of Donald Trump, the Charlottesville attacks, the NFL kneeling protests. And it's basically him telling his infant son a bedtime story that reflects on the events of the first year on the planet. And so it's going to be very political, of course, not very positive towards Donald Trump. And then the episode ended up getting shelved before its air date. They said it was mysterious and indefinitely shelved. That's horrible. Yes, he said that was the last straw in his longstanding and already complicated relationship with the Walt Disney Co. Yeah, and you know, it was interesting reading that article because you realize it's just a bunch of culturally clueless corporate executives. And he said... uh, ABC, after Trump won, ABC wanted to appeal to people in the red states. You understand what I'm saying? Like, look, I have no problem with conservatives and Republicans, but we all have to admit that after Trump won, you know, racist bigots started to, you know, come up, out, uh, come out and be under the guise of the Republicans. So why would you want to cater to those racist bigots? And that wasn't the only reason that he left. And he is careful not to say too many uh, negative things because he still does business, you know. But he did say at ABC's urging, they did do a uh, a few suggested cuts, and he said what came back was not a true representation of what we intended to collect, it, what what we intended to do. So he, they just scrapped it. I hope yeah. we get that episode. Don't af- yeah, don't offend the racists of, uh, in, in America. I hope we get don't that episode. A- we don't want you to offend the bigots in America, Kenya. But that, it's a great article if you guys bigots have a watch chance ABC too. to read it. Make sure you read Kenya Barris' article. He talks about the limitations of network TV, his frustrations, and also a pilot, Libby and Malcolm, that he was trying to get done about an interracial couple of two political pundits, and that never actually ended up happening. Mm. So he was just upset about all of those things. So it was a, a you know, accumulation of those things. But I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. So Thank you. Me that people don't people don't realize the Trump era is going to end one day. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to remember we're going to remember all of you people who are on the wrong side of history. And that's real conversation. I know those, those are the conversations I had with my kids. I'm sure those are the conversations you had with Absolutely. your kids. That's real-ish. Anyway, all right. Well, thank you for that rumor report. When we come back, Throwback Thursday, Corrupt will be joining us. From Of course, from Dog Pound, Snoop Doggy Dogs Camp, the West Coast. We're going to kick it with Corrupt when we come back. One of the best freestylers ever. One of the best lyricists, too. All right, Corrupt, when we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Corrupt. The good brother Corrupt. I feel like I'm home, man. You know, understand me, man. You know, we done party many times. Absolutely. In New York. Yes, sir. It, it, is it always surreal coming back to New York, being that you were one of the survivors of the East Coast, West Coast B? Man, totally. You know, it's always surreal. So now we talk about the East Coast, West Coast, but you're originally from Philly. I is. And now how, how did you get to the West Coast from Philly? Uh, just, you know, just something simple like crash my mama car. Real simple. Oh, you crashed her car, so she was like, all right, you going. You got to go. 
Oh. <laughs> so you like the real Fresh Prince for real? For you real. moving with your mom? I mean, I mean for real. I, you know, crashed the car. Oh, you got to go. Sent me to my father. And uh, the rest was history. How, long, how, how old were you when that happened? 16. Oh, so you was like a... You was in the... You grew up in you Philly, Philly for real, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. That had to be shell Was that a culture shock? Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know, because growing up in Philly, we have a different thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So being in California, and they gangbanging and you know, I'm buying shoes that I really like. People like, I wouldn't wear those shoes, man. Because of the color. What? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think I can wear the red Nikes. You want to wear red Jordans. Right. All of that, no. So how'd you adjust? Like, uh, uh I didn't wear them colors. <laughs> <laughs> Was it an incident that made you not do it? Or you just, oh, somebody yeah. just told you? Uh, so you got, somebody ran on you? Ran oh, on yeah, you, definitely. You know, it's crazy because it was a little boy. He was a little boy. I just graduated because I already went through things in high school. You know what I'm saying? But I never had an incident incident. Mm -hmm. So I'm picking up my nephew from junior, uh, from intermediate school, Hawthorne Intermediate. And this little boy comes over and he runs up on me. He said, hey, you, uh, such and such said you need to take off your shoes. Because I had on the all fresh blue Nikes looking crispy, mm -hmm. Philly style. I said, no, I ain't taking off nothing, little boy. Get, get out of here now. And he's like, huh? Okay. Went over there and told this little boy. This little boy had to be, I'm 18. This little boy had to be like 13. Mm -hmm. Rolled up on his bike and just shish. Like, blood, you got to take them shoes off. I'm like, who are you talking to? I'm like, get on out of here, little boy. Go on. I ain't taking off nothing. He said, what? I'm going to go to my house and grab my gun and come back and shoot you. And just rolled off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man, anybody listening to this kid? I'm just waiting. And one of the little boys came over and said, he lives right over there. <laughs> he going to come right back. Right. Found out later on in life that this kid was a murderer mm. from Hawthorne Piru. Mm -hmm. Young kid. Right now, I'm probably doing what? Life? life or dead. Yeah, yeah. Man, You know what I'm saying? Because I found out who he was later in life when I got connected in that community. That he was no joke, this little kid. And he did come back. Did he shoot? <laughs> Oh, I was gone. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I was gone. I wasn't playing, man. You know, I just I grabbed my, I said, we're going to play a game. Okay, let's see if we can get to the house faster. Come on. <laughs> Come on now. You got to run. Come on, I'm going to help you. Did you eventually have to claim a set, though? Just Oh, yeah, I'm from 60s. What made you join the 60s, though? Was it a survival technique? You know, you meet people. Yeah. And uh, I met uh, my brother, Broomy, and my pop kicked me out mm -hmm. at 18. <laughs> you want to do this rap stuff? You want to do all this rap shit? Huh? Well, get your ass out. When I went to the club, rocked the mic, came back. He had my bags. He had my clothes all in two trash bags. He just threw them out the door and closed the door. Said, he's all yours, Broomy. Damn. Yeah, that quick. So Broomy said, all right, come on. You're going to come live with me. We stayed with him and his girlfriend for a while. And then went to the neighborhood, 2nd Avenue. That's where his mama was. Then 59th over there with Tony Tovin. It was over. In, in that era, could you have remained neutral if you wanted to, or it just wasn't possible? Wasn't possible. <laughs> wasn't possible at all. Possible. I mean, you probably you probably could, mm -hmm. right? Because, you know, my community loved me. The neighborhood loved me. Plus, my brother was, you know, Big U. My brother's draws. So it's a Big U. Right, right, right. So, you know, it really wasn't that, it wasn't it really wasn't a problem for me to just remain cool and new. But you just don't want to, you know. You want to you be with your folks. You want to... You want to be involved. I remember it saved my life because I was get, I got in the car to go on one of the missions and Draws pulled up and he got out and he just looked at me like, what, 
what are you doing, corrupt? I said, I'm finna roll with the homies. And he just laughed. Said, come on, come on, get out the car. Grab me by the collar and just get your little ass in the studio. Y'all go on and get out of here. So they knew you rapped from the gate? Oh, yeah. So you was rapping in Philly? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's so how, all right. How did you meet Snoop and Daz? And how, how did that relationship happen? The, the Snoop and the dog? Uh, how, did that, how did that happen? Oh, man. You know, back then, I was, I was killing Los Angeles. Los Angeles was mine. So I'm, I'm the top, top uh, one in, in Los Angeles. Rapper was. Rapper. Rapper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You top was cheating. MC. Coming from Philly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, my skills were a little bit sharpened. So, you know, uh, I won this contest at the Roxy on Sunset. And then the next week I came back as a guest and Domino had a performance there. Domino. Domino, remember man, Domino? I heard that name in forever. Here we go, here we go. So, you know, me and all the homies was there in support for Corrupt, so LA's there, and then you have all the Long Beach there in support for Domino. Mm-hmm. And then we just all met up in that driveway and, you know, Diamond, back then, just mouth of the south, all she did talk about, Corrupt, Corrupt, I see y'all Long Beach, y'all all right, but y'all can't mess with Corrupt. You know what I'm saying? And that, next thing you know, the battle started. Mm-hmm. Beefy Loke started beatboxing. I just had to cut people into bits and pieces. And this one guy just crept through like, okay, I'll serve you. And it was Snoop. And we just went at it and went at it back and forth, back and forth. Nobody could see my freestyle. Like, I'm just ridiculous, especially when I was a kid. Dog, dog was there. I said, oh, my God, because he was hitting with this California freestyle thing. But he was there, and we went on and went on until finally he just changed the subject to you tight, I'm tight, and we started rapping together, and whoever get the deal first, and that was it, man. And, you know, thank God, Dog made it, and he remembered. All right, we have more with Corrupt from the Dog Pound. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club from the Dog Pound, from the West Coast. The homie corrupts in the building. You know, when, when you were going through the East Coast, West Coast stuff, how did you feel with you originally being from Philly and, and being there 16 years of your life? Yeah, well, you know, that that was a little thing for me, but you know, it's kind of, I'm Los Angeles. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what what raised me as a man. Mm-hmm. Philly was my youth. And then, you know, California was my manhood. So I was growing to become a man through the death row experience. And we was fighting for a reason. We was fighting for a cause. So, you know what I'm saying? It really wasn't no no thinking because it wasn't no East Coast, West Coast war. You know, it was just, you know, it was individuals who had issues from these particular areas. You know what I mean? You know, Biggie and Pac had an issue. Puffy and Suge had an issue. That's not the East Coast or the West Coast. The East Coast and the West Coast just stayed down with the people who they, you know, who was from their side. Right. As far as me and Snoopy and Daz and us, you know, uh, we only did what we did because we got dumped on. Yeah, but y'all put the gas on the fire when y'all did the New York, New York yeah, y'all video. y'all stepped on the buildings. Kicking down the building. Yeah, y'all stepped on the buildings, <laughs> corrupt. I mean, because we got dumped on. By Mob Deep, right? No, nah. CNN. CNN first. No. Who no. was it first? See, we put out this. We start, We set this shit off. Not Tupac. He was in jail when we did New York, New York, 95. Mm-hmm. Why did y'all set it off? We set it off because we got shot at. At the video. At the video. So Red Hook Brooklyn set it off. Right. <laughs> okay. We was there rocking. Biggie got on the radio, and Biggie basically was like, you know, we couldn't do this out there. 
I ain't saying do nothing to nobody in New York, but come on. It's the truth, though. By the way, though, I keep, the I, I keep hearing that. But, I keep hearing about that interview, yeah. but I, I'm like, oh, where's the audio of that? Everybody always talks about Biggie. I think Biggie. that was Angie Martinez, wasn't Yeah, it? everybody yeah, said Biggie got on the radio and, and decided it shout a little bit. Shout out to Rube, shout out to the Are you shouting out the shooters? No, What's wrong no, with you? Not at all. I didn't. <laughs> oh, not, not at all. But, but shout out <laughs> to Junior Mafia and all them back in the day. Yeah, I mean, you know, man, you know, it's, it's the law of the streets, man. You know, we took it, we took it in stride. The song was really taken out of, you know, text. Context. Right, because, you know, it's a, a Melly Mel record. It wasn't even a chorus. I laid the verse. Snoopy came in singing it, singing that hook while me and DJ Pooh and Dad was in the studio. And DJ Pooh was like, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. let me hear that again. And he kept singing it. DJ Pooh said, go lay that. So it's just out the blue. It just fit. It was great. We thought we was going to get a lot of love from New York. We came, that's why we came to New York. We thought if, if we thought they was, that New York was going to be think, thinking this was a diss, we'd have never had the b****s to come out here. I mean, I know we death row and all, but goddamn, mm -hmm. we'd have never came out here to shoot the video. So it wasn't meant for it. So, I don't think nobody ever knew that. Yeah, <laughs> so it's weird. So that shooting happened, but Pac was in jail, so why was there a beef then? Because we kicked over them buildings. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. knocked the down. So oh, I'm confused. So and my bad. We. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm confused. The shooting happened, and then y'all. I thought y'all kicked over the buildings after the shoot. Right. We was filming okay. in Red filming. Hook, Brooklyn, and we was in a trailer, and you just saw, you just seen, psh, and then, psh, and then we all looked at each other, and then, psh, and Dog said, "They shooting, cuz." Bang! Everybody got on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the security opened the door. It said, "Where's Snoop? Where's Snoop?" All you heard was crickets. Cricket. And he says, it's, it's, it's Frank. Snoop said, man, get the f off of me. Here I am. Man, let's get the f out of here, man. Let's go. Move. Get off me. Move. Stop touching me, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Got in that car. Was out. Went back to L.A. So sad. Real sad. Sitting at Snoop's house. Didn't even talk to each other for about a week. Real sad, man. Like, damn. Why? Man. Why are y'all sad at each other? We got shot at. Mm. And there's nothing you can do about it. Mm. Now, that's the one that kills you. Nobody got hit, though. Nobody got hit, thank God. And then so y'all decided... And we was just sitting there, yeah. and one day Snoop woke up and said, man, get up. Called DJ Pooh and said, man, check this out, man. We finna kick over every building in New York. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? DJ Pooh said, huh? What? It's over. And they came up with the concept, and we just had to respond. It was the only way to respond. We don't know who, who it was. It was no particular person. It was just New York. See, that's what I'm confused about. If the buildings got kicked over after the shooting, why did they shoot at y'all to begin with? Just because Biggie said they shouldn't yeah. be here doing that? Basically, because it's like, you know, it's like Envy said, uh, you know, people already took the record as. Gotcha. Uh, New York, New York, big city of dreams. Right. in New York ain't always what it seems. And we, you know, it was Red Hook, Brooklyn. You know, we don't know nothing about you know, Brooklyn, this, that, and the third. I mean, we was just we was just here, you know? And we was filming, and we thought it was cool, but Red Hook wasn't going for that. Mm. If Biggie say, man, this is not right, you know what I'm saying? Red Hook's going to... Brooklyn itself is going to react. Mm. We was kids. We ain't know. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's shoot. We finally going to earn New York's respect. That's all we wanted was New York's respect. Damn. Doom, 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 damn. Oh, my God. Oh, this ain't respectful. <laughs> yeah. You think a lot of those issues stem from the fact that you was uh, dating Foxy at the time and she was a, a young lady from New York? Inga wasn't even in the picture. I think Inga had to be, what, 12? Now, Inga wasn't oh. there at that time. Inga was okay. 
five years later. Yeah, exactly. But you had issues later with New York artists because of Inga. I remember you and X had a, a, a verbal spa. Well, you seemed like you was giving him X more bars than he gave you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it, love hurts. You know, I got a little... You know, you say things, sometimes you, you give the best advice and don't listen to it yourself. Don't love these <laughs> 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 You know, next thing you know, you the one that's out there doing exactly what you tell everybody else. Don't do that. <laughs> what happened to a, a housewife and all the rest of that? Huh? Wait, whoa. This ain't a This is my woman. Snoop was like, corrupt. Sit your ass down, okay? <laughs> You ain't learned from the last And you bought a big rock. I mean, I love the kid. You bought her a huge rock. I can't lie. I've never been involved with somebody like that before. Uh, she amazed me. You know, her rhymes was sick. That was one part that amazed me. Like, that was some hip-hop thing. I ain't, mm -hmm. seen, I, ain't, I, I ain't seen nothing like it. I only heard about it in, in, all throughout Philly because that's the hip-hop time. Mm -hmm. You know, Philly, you know, all we get is the New York stories. And I'm finally a part of this with the number one girl. I felt she was number one from New York, man. Inga, nobody could see her. She's Foxy Brown. Jesus Christ. When I called home and told them, yeah, my girlfriend's Fox, Philly went nuts. I couldn't believe they They loved that more than they loved the fact that I was corrupt. So was you an ex issue actually over her? Totally. Oh, so her ex was with, messing with her when y'all together? Totally. Damn. And I got offended. Yeah, I did. That was your girl? I got offended at both of them. I got offended at everybody. How'd you find out? Oh, man, you know, he's t I'm Gotti. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People gonna call. Man, Rick, you you know uh, Foxy and DMX was in the studio. Foxy and DMX, this and that. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. You know, my people's gonna tell me. Then they see him out doing some other things that's not the studio. And it's like, I talked to Inga. One thing you know... You know, all of us can relate to, you know, when a person is defensive and you just ask a simple question mm. and they go on fire, it's self-explanatory. Mm. Like, man, what, so what, what, what's up with this and what's up with that? What do you mean what's, what's up, up with that? I just like his music. Yeah. I just like his album. You all over, over, over. Then Nas didn't approve of us at first. He got on Double XL and Double XL and responded to Foxy and Corrupt. So, you know, everybody picking on me. I said, I'm just going to go back to California. And I'm going to give everybody a piece of my mind. <laughs> Did you and X ever get cool after that? Indeed. Okay. Indeed. Actually, it was a year ago. And I seen him in the airport. Uh, LAX. Mm -hmm. My brother Hump came over to me and said, man, DMX over there. I said, where? He's like, he's right over there. Uh, I'm going to go tell him you come to holler at him. I said, Definitely. He went over there, and then I went to go see him. And we've been cool ever since, man. Yo, it took y'all 20 years? 20 years. God damn. Wow. <laughs> 20 years. And Did you ever forget Fox? I mean, I, you know, I, I, no. He <laughs> said no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, we got more with Corrupt. When we come back, let's get into a Corrupt mini-mix. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was a Corrupt mini-mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Corrupt's in the building. How was Suge Knight back then? Was was Suge, because, you know, we hear stories of, of, of Suge making artists do things and punching artists in the face and slapping uh, artists. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, you know, Suge was Suge. He ain't treat us like that. You know, he was 
always like a big brother to us. You know, he put us in there. He had that love for us, and he just he put us in the game. He supported us in every way. Mm. Everybody else was, I don't, I don't know, they was pretty much in trouble. Mm. Are all those old beef squashed with because, But Because Suge has done some things in some people's lives that is, like, unchangeable. So are those old beef <laughs> squashed? <laughs> you better believe it. I mean, I doubt it. Some t- I doubt it is. You know, Suge had his opportunity to win, and he chose to, you know, a lot of people just, just stay stuck in time. Mm. The 90s is gone, man. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's, it's a whole new thing. So, you know, people got to change, and some people just don't want to change. But if your man made me drink pee in the 90s, I may still be thinking about that in 2018. I mean, if I would <laughs> if it was me. You understand me? Especially when... He made everybody piss in the bucket. Hmm? What? <laughs> so he made everybody piss in the bucket that he made? <laughs> now you got to explain the story, Charlemagne. People don't know what you're talking about. I don't about. know that. I never heard that one. So, I'm, just, I'm just saying. So Shimmy made, made everybody pee in the bucket. Go for it, everybody. And then who had to drink it? Uh, he was one of the people that worked there, and he made that one mistake, you know. What was the mistake he made? Something about that. Something with some. Something with the business. You know what I'm saying? Flights or rooms or something with some. Oh, when somebody made a mistake, they would have to drink that pee. Well, that was one method. This guy had the pee. Okay, they just you know should pop him up a little bit. Pop, 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 pop. Then sit him down in the bathroom, and then where's the bucket? Get that bucket. You gotta drink this, or I'm just gonna whoop your ass for real. Which one you want? Now come on now, time you gotta get ready to get on the stage now. Ooh. Oh my god. No, man, get I'm up and fight. Yeah, get I'm up and fight. As long as I ain't gonna Don't die, do it. Right, man. get up and fight. He never came back. Oh, he was fired. So that was an artist or just an engineer or something? He was like he was a employee of the company. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sheesh. Oh yeah, man! Get up and fight! I always wondered about that scene in the in the uh, the uh, Straight Outta Compton movie when Dre was, got mad at everybody in the death row because the way they was acting in the lobby, and he just started beating up on the dude. Did stuff like that really happen? Yeah, Dr. Dre wasn't no punk. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he got shot in both his legs when he knocked knocked this one guy down. Something happened with Joel in the hotel, I think it was, and uh, Dr. Dre gave him one. Boom. He had to want to hit a quitters, but this guy didn't quit because he went down and he came back up. Doop, 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 and he got Dr. Dre on both the legs. But, yeah, wow. you know, Dr. Dre was stand-up when he was at death row. You know, that's, you know, he wasn't no punk. That's crazy. Dre got shot in the legs back in the day, and we didn't hear nothing about it. Oh, yeah. That should be front-page news everywhere nowadays. Because the guy alive that shot Dr. Dre, I'm sure he's not alive anymore. I, you never know. <laughs> I always wonder what's the difference between Dog Pound and Death Row. Oh man, you know, we st- we just you know we have two different ways of thinking. After especially after we grew up, you know, the Biggie situation was one of those particular things. You know, Suge didn't like him, so he felt nobody should like him. But we always got down with Puff and Big, always. So we was caught in the middle. You know what I'm saying? And that that that's why the thing happened with Snoop. Snoop just got fed up. And when they went to the mall or wherever they went, Dog went to Hot 97. Man, I'm cool with Puffy and Biggie. This, that, and this, and the third. And they like, Pop, get on, listen to, you hear your boy? And uh, it was real bad after that. That's right before Pop got hit. 
that was that. That's what that's uh, that that sparked the infamous plane incident, right? With oh Snoop yeah, was on the plane and didn't know if they was gonna jump him or whatever. Oh, they knew better. Yeah. Oh man, I wish Snoop would have came home touched. It'd have been bad. Now what happened on the plane? They were on the plane going back to L.A. Yeah, they was on the plane. Well, first of all, uh, Pac and Suge ain't talked to him the whole ride to the plane. Then when they got on the plane, you know, you know, Suge and them some big. So you know you want to be careful with him. So you know Snoop just sat in the cut. He said what's up to Pac at first, and Pac looked at him like, man, get out of my face. So Snoop knew what it was, and he's like, I just want to land. Once I land, I'm going to get with the homies, and I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Until then, man, I'm just posting in the back. That's a long-ass flight. A long-ass flight. Ooh, especially around that flight. With these Grizzlies? I mean, Suge is a ticking time bomb, and Tupac is, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. Tupac could get up and punch a quick, like fast, man. Bang! Why did Snoop even get on the plane? What other way was he getting on? The next plane. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, he was a super, superstar then. He couldn't get on the record. No, death Row politics. Death Row was like a gang. Mm-hmm. Came with Snoop, came with uh, Suge and, and uh, Tupac. You leaving with Suge and Tupac. Mm. Okay? Now, you tried to catch another flight somewhere. Oh, man, you done. You mm. know what I'm saying? It's a respect thing. And you had to ride it out. So, you know what I'm saying? You had to ride it out. Snoop rode it out. Got, got back. Got back with us and... uh that's when that fight was cracking, uh, championship fight. And he was like, we're going out there to to uh, Las Vegas. And Dog said, we're not, you know. And the main thing about the difference between Dog Pound and Death Row is we Crips and their bloods. So there was sooner or later going to be that that friction. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We we live different lives, you know what I'm saying? And we, we wrote it out as far as we could. That's what made us historical. I always felt like that was such a great example for the West Coast, the fact that y'all worked together, Bloods and Crips, but it didn't last long at all. That for a run was like, what, three, four years? Five, yes. maybe? A great three, four, five years. Amazing. It was a strong Oh, boy, was it. Pop died beefing with the whole dog pound. Him and Snoop still had him a and dog Snoop, issue. Him you? and Snoop, Snoop went to see him at the hospital when he was down. I think he was able to look at Snoop. Snoop was able to say something to him before he passed away. Um, but yeah, you know, right after the New York trip, came Vegas, and it was over. Damn. Right. That's why you got to be careful, man. You never know what tomorrow can bring. People be here, and then they be gone. You know what I'm saying? And it'd it be the least expected person. You know what I'm saying? The one you don't, you least expect. Where we getting a new Corrupt Project? Oh, man, I'm working on it right now as we speak. You know what I'm saying? With my HMG family. I mean, this is a great thing, man. I'm, you know, the, the love I'm receiving is is epic, man. I got a, a lot of new features, fresh features on there, you know, that you, people really going to enjoy, you know what I'm saying? And uh, also, you know, when y'all come out to California, let me lace y'all chucks with some of these moons. I, 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 I ain't mess with the moons. I do the indigo. I do the kush. Okay, I'll get you the gaudy gold then. You know, lace your chucks and help you feel great about yourself, about life. I know you feel that way already, but, you know, hey, you know, sometimes you wake up in the morning, little wake and bake, and, oh, my goodness, oh, what a great day. You never know what happened. <laughs> now, you are a lyricist, so, I, I mean, I have to ask as a DJ, if you feel like throwing some bars out there, you know, just, just in case the young boys say, who, you know, I want to hear some bars or something. I'm always with, you know, spilling, but, you know, right now, I'm just going to chillax <laughs> save the game, you dig? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's corrupt. corrupt. It's the <laughs> Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Eminem. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Yes, so Eminem, the second half of his interview with Sway has dropped. And he talks about a lot of different things. He gets in depth about him and Joe Button and what his problem with Joe Button is and how he felt he was supportive of Slaughterhouse and would have never done some of the things that Joe Button did to him. Here's what he had to say. Me and Joe Button, we're not friends like that. But when I'm out here flying around to different places and doing interviews and trying to use my platform to pump up Slaughterhouse every chance I get, and you're using your platform to f***ing trash me. And I'm one of the things that keeps this moving. You actually could be affecting this ship a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because you don't owe me nothing. But I've never gotten a f-ing interview and been like, Joe Button is f-ing trash. And that's what I said when Joe was up here. But Joe said they're not friends. It was just a business decision. And Eminem big- agreed. He said they weren't friends. But he said just as a business-wise, he did a lot to try to promote and help Slaughterhouse. And He's just saying he expected more from Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, business-wise, I can understand that that respect that you would expect to get. And he also talks about Machine Gun Kelly. Well, you know, real quick about Eminem, too, though. Uh, uh, when, you know, this is just a classic example of when you push somebody, you can't tell them how to react. Because mm-hmm. Joe's at Eminem's, Eminem's song is whack, and Eminem replied saying, yeah, but look, at, look, all your domestic, look at all your domestic violence <laughs> allegations. Ain't no look in the mirror. That was, that's not even a, that's a false equivalency. I said your song was whack. Why are you bringing up my old domestic violence well, allegations? Well, no, he did in this interview, it's though, <laughs> tell Joe Button that he should, um, if he wants to think about whack songs, you know. Yeah, but that's not how he replied on the record. On the record, he brought up his old domestic violence allegations. So all I'm saying is, when you push somebody, you can't tell them how to reply. Not at all. All right, now, he also talked about why he dissed Machine Gun Kelly. And here's what he had to say about Machine Gun Kelly in that 2012 tweet where he called Eminem's daughter, Haley, hot as F. The thing that was going on that he was saying about my daughter, I didn't even know about that until, like, literally, like, a year and a half later. Then he starts doing a, a press run, basically, about Haley. That's not why I dissed him. The reason I dissed him is actually a lot more petty than that. First, he said, first, first, when he said, I, I'm, a, I'm the greatest rapper alive since my favorite rapper banned me from Shea 45 or whatever he said, right? Like, I'm trying to hinder his career. So I give a f- about your career. But then when you get on Tech Nine's album and you start sending shots, and I'm seeing, and by the way, this was on the heels of the freestyle he had just did about Shea 45s. Like, shut the f- up. I would have been mad. Yeah, especially being that Haley was only like 15 at the time. Yeah, so I'd, 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 I'd definitely been mad. Eminem is fully justified on that one. And, um, yeah, because you can't say you can't talk about people's kids, you know? Yeah, I'm surprised that he's rapping. I'm surprised that that's just that, that that's just rapping, but that's probably because him and MGK haven't ran into each other. You can't play with people's children in that manner, sir. All MGK. right. Well, here's what else Eminem had to say about Machine Gun Kelly. Now I'm in this weird thing because I'm like, I got to answer this mother. And every time I do that, it makes that person as, as irrelevant as people say I am, am in hip hop. Yeah. I make them bigger by getting into this thing where I'm like, I want to destroy him, but I also don't want to make him bigger. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because now you're a f-ing enemy. I'll leave it at that. I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to do at this point right now because yeah. I'm still kind of waiting to see what. You haven't heard his rap devil response? No, I heard it. Not bad for him. So make sure you guys check out that full interview as well. Now that's they- a, but that's also a very tricky place to be in. Because he's right. 
What? You know, as much as you want to, as much as he wants to go at MGK, he can't because it's just gonna make MGK bigger. bigger right. But then he's like, y'all also want to destroy you, so I can understand where he's torn. Mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> I'm torn. All right, Dancing with the Stars. We told you about Tanache, the rumor that she was gonna be on this 27th season. Well, they have released everybody that's gonna be on the show. Bobby Bones is gonna be on there. Drop one of the clues bombs from my brother Bobby Bones, my radio brethren. That's why I was telling him he shut the hell up the other day <laughs> when he was up here saying that people that are on Dancing with the Stars are washed. Well, this is going to be. I guess you did say they were I, I just said it's too soon for Tanase. That's all I said. All right. Also, a former Dallas Cowboys player is going to be there. Charlamagne, are you excited about that? I don't know who it is. Demarcus. Yes. Well, Demar- I love Demarcus Ware, even though he sold us out and went to the Broncos. But he won a Super Bowl, so I'm not mad at Demarcus. Ware. All right. Mary Lou Renton will be on there. If you guys want to see that full list, they have announced everybody that's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. They've also released the Forbes list of highest paid hip hop acts. And this year, Diddy is not on top of the list. This year, Jay-Z is the number one on that list. So usually, um, Diddy's been topping that list. But because of the 444 tour, and of course, they're on the On the Run 2 tour. And they all go of back that. and forth. Yeah, Jay, Jay been number one last year, too. He's number one. Oh, he was? I thought mm-hmm. Diddy was number one last year. No, I think Jay was number one last year. All right, well, Jay-Z's number one, $76.5 million. Wow. Diddy made $64 million. Mm-hmm. And um, number three on that list, shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar is number three. He made $58 million. And that's also partly because of his Nike and American Express deals that played a, a huge role in his uh, fortune as well as his tour. Dope. Okay? Not mad at, I'm not mad at none of those rich people. Nope. Yes, Drake made it on the list after that, then Nas and J. Cole and more. So the list is all on Forbes. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, we got Donkey today coming up. Charlamagne, who are you giving that Donkey to? Listen, man, Donkey of the Day today is just a harsh reminder of why I really don't do fast food restaurants except for Chick fil A. All right, we'll talk about it for after the hour. All right, keep it locked. Donkey Day's up next. I was born a donkey. It's the Donkey of the Day. Charlamagne the Devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yes, Donkey today for Thursday, September 13th goes to 28-year-old Latifah Linda of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Drop one of Clues Bombs for Philly, damn it. Mm-hmm. Hosting my first morning show ever in Philly, so I always have love for that city, but Latifah is a harsh reminder why I don't really do fast food restaurants except for Chick-fil-A. What are the reasons we love Chick-fil-A? Well, of course, it's because of that boneless breast of chicken seasoned to perfection. Hand-breaded, pressure-cooked in 100% refined peanut oil and served on that toasted, buttered bun with that mm. pickle and them damn mm. waffle fries. Mm. Lord mm. have mercy. Mm. Makes me happy just thinking about it. But we also love Chick-fil-A because the employees are angels without wings. Okay, I grew up a Jehovah's Witness, so in that religion, they tell us about the 144,000, and the 144,000 are a group of people who are destined to go to heaven, okay? They will serve with Christ as king priest for a thousand years. I'm saying all that to say, as part of their internship for heaven, the 144,000 first have to work at Chick-fil-A. Shut up. Okay? That's a fact. It's in the Bible. (laughs) That's how sweet these people are. Now, I want you to think about your best experience you ever had with an employee at Chick-fil-A. Like, you pulled up Mm -hmm. and ordered four different things. Okay, like this morning, you pull up, you want four chicken, egg, and cheese biscuits, but two of your friends lactose intolerant, so you want to hold the cheese. One of your friends is allergic to eggs, so you want one with no eggs. You need grape jelly and honey, because everyone loves grape jelly and honey on their biscuits. And you need four waters, three orange juices, and an apple juice. And you only have to tell the Chick-fil-A employee that once, and they get the order exactly right, and then look 
look you dead in your eyes and tell you, God bless you. Have a great day. Hope you enjoy your breakfast as you drive off. Do you understand mm. how good that makes your breakfast taste? Well, Latifah Linda is the opposite of all that. See, Latifah works at the checkers in Philly, and she got into an argument at 3 in the morning with three women in the drive-thru. You already know what it is. 3 a.m., three women from Philly just leaving the club. They drunk, probably on some perks, so they constipated. So they like, you know, what will move our bowels? Checkers. So they pull up to the drive-thru, place their order, one bacon zilla, one bacon roadhouse, and a cheese cheese champ, okay? But they from Philly, so their daddy's a Muslim, so even though they ordered a bacon zilla and a bacon roadhouse, they tell Latifah no bacon, and Latifah replies back, so why don't you get a regular checkerburger or a Big Buford? And the three girls reply back, you drawling right now with your nut ass, okay? I want a bacon zilla and don't put no bacon on that, Jean. And Latifah said, who you calling a nut ass? And then all hell breaks loose, and this happened. Let's go to Latifa Linder is facing multiple charges after allegedly dumping hot grease on customers at a <laughs> Philadelphia fast food restaurant this past weekend. Police say Linder threw the scalding liquid on three women Saturday morning as they ordered from the drive-thru at the Checkers at 58th in Baltimore in southwest Philadelphia. All three women were burned. One of them was treated at the hospital. Latifa, mm -mm -mm. young bull. I said that right, Taylor? No, young you didn't bull. say that right, man. How I say it? Come here, say Young Bull for me one time, Taylor. For the culture. Taylor from Philly. It, it, tell about the John, too. Do it? He's a John. Okay. It's John okay. and Young Bull. Young Bull. <laughs> young <laughs> John. <laughs> young John. <laughs> no relation to Wyclef. You drawling. All right? Now, I have seen people be disrespectful to fast food employees, and I hate those kind of people because I judge people on how they treat others who can't do anything for them. So talking down to a fast food employee just because you think they are beneath you is absolute trash behavior. And and if said employee wants to put a little boogie in your burger, all right, a little flatulence on your fries, fart on the seasoned fries, I, under I can understand that. You know what I'm saying? If you get some spit in your Sprite, that's on you. But my God, Latifah, <laughs> you threw a cup of hot grease on some customers because you got their order wrong? Now, the driver of the car was taken to the hospital with first-degree burns. The other two women were treated on the scene. I really hope the driver was the one popping off the most because if I got first-degree burns because of the little young John, I said it right? Close. He's getting close. He's getting there. Because <laughs> of the little young John in the backseat, I'm never going to pop a perk with her ever again. Okay, look, man, I'll be the first person in here to tell you that you can't tell someone how to react when you offend them, and you have to treat everyone with respect. Words matter, and people will hold you accountable for your words, not to mention you don't know what other people are going through, so you may be arguing with someone who may be at the end of the rope into their rope. So we all have to make choices on how to react when we feel like we are receiving disrespect. Do I think Latifah went too far? Yes. Does she have a right to go as far as she wants to go? Hell yes. And now she has to deal with the consequences of those choices, which are charges of aggravated assault and reckless endangerment. Please give the little young John from Philly, Latifah Linda, the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey. show that's regular Philly woman behavior too by the way. Okay. No, not everybody from Philly. Women from Philly is like turn, that. Turn the mic on for Taylor. I just want Taylor to tell one quick story. Come in, Taylor. Taylor. Come in, Taylor. Uh, go, Come to, in, Taylor. Go, go to my, that on. mic right there. That uh, mic right there. Uh, 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 knew, I know you're going to uh, ask. Go ahead. Him. Tell them what liquid you threw on a person one time. I never threw liquid on a person ever. So what do you call purpose for? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> you pepper spray somebody yes, I before? I pepper spray somebody. Who? Before. Why? My ex because oh, <laughs> I caught him cheating. So you just 
No, 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 that's not. No, that's a whole other story. Don't. You could have just left. No. She said, no, I said you could have just left. No. No, I had to let him know what's up. So. You're drawling right now with your nut ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, do you want to fly to New York to go to Powerhouse NYC to see Cardi B, Little Uzi Vert, SZA, LMA, G-Eazy, Lil Baby, Juice Squirrel, Lil Duval, and more acts to be announced? Hey, all you got to do is just hear that keyword. Once you hear that keyword, you text... Six, well, excuse me, 64895. Again, text the keyword to 64895. We'll fly to New York. We'll give you sweet tickets and a chance to meet some of these artists, all right? It's uh, powered by Amp Energy Organic. That'll give you organically unstoppable energy for fueling your hustle, all right? When you say sweet tickets, do you mean like sweet tickets or like in a suite? Any way you want it. Because when you say oh, sweet, I'm thinking that could be... Oh, Lord. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a ticket. I don't want to go where you giving me a ticket to. All right. I'm just asking. Lord, just telling you. All right. Well, up next is Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If uh, you got some questions for Yee, some relationship questions, hit Yee right now. Again, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello. Who's this? This is Kevin. Kevin, what's up? What's your question for Yee? I want to ask, like, I've been trying to get with my mother and my child for years now, uh-huh. and she ain't been having it, man. Like, it's like it's been a long struggle. Like, it's, it's a long struggle. Like, we never was we never was in a relationship. It was mm-hmm. a one-night stand, mm-hmm. and we just wind up having a child together. Mm-hmm. And, like, some time passed by, I started, started catching feelings for her. And She's not interested in you. Yeah, your phone sounds sound a little muffled, sir. Your phone sounds like it's up in your <laughs> Sure, Charlotte. But, um... <laughs> yeah, I got a nickname. Yeah. Every time I try to get with she be like... She just see us as friends and, like, like a co-parent and all that. But I don't know. I just been trying my best, hardest to get with her because I really love her. I want our family to be together. Right. Well, you know, you can't ever force somebody to, to be with you who doesn't want to be with you. And sometimes that's the most annoying thing is when you go too hard and someone's clearly not interested in you in that way. I will say this. Just concentrate on being the best father that you can be because that's probably the most attractive uh, thing that you can be for her right now. Yeah, but, because uh-huh. right, 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 right now, like, our child stay with, stay with me right now. I'm, I'm taking care of our child right now. You say your kid is with you right now? Yeah, he stay with me. Right. And that's the most important thing. And, you know, I don't know if she'll ever come around. Like you said, you guys were never in a relationship and maybe she doesn't see herself with you. And that's a hard reality. But at least she's not leading you on. Are you guys still messing with each other? No, nah, no. Nah, it was just that one time thing and that one time thing is having a child together. Yeah. So, you know, at least she's not leading you on and still messing with you. You can go out there and do what it is that you need to do for yourself. And she's not telling you that she wants to be with you. But if someone is like, you're not it. You know, you got to mm-hmm. accept that and and appreciate the fact that they were honest. Oh, she always tell me, though, she don't know what's in the near future. Right. And right now, that's not what she's ready for. And that's just right. honest. Just like when a man tells us, I'm not ready to be in a relationship or I don't want to be with you. We have to accept that. You have to accept that also. But again, like I said, just be a great dad because I'm sure for her, that is what she's going to look at as like he's potentially could, you know, further on down the line. As long as you cool, you chill, you a great dad, you're not acting crazy, maybe she will say, okay, now I am ready for something real. Yeah. In the meantime, do you, boo. <laughs> Thank you. What do you think I should do, Charlamagne? I wasn't paying you no attention. He, he, he doesn't care. <laughs> I don't. I think you should pray. 
And drink water. <laughs> Pray and drink water. All right, brother. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, hit it now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. EJ Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Good morning, it's Anonymous. Hey, Anonymous. What's your question for Yee? Um, so I'm kind of like, you know, in a situation where I've been dating someone for the past six months and everything is good and I know that, you know, they're a good person and everything, but I just have certain triggers mm-hmm. from my past that kind of remind me of the hurt that I've been through before. Like, how do you not let the triggers in your new relationship affect, you know, like the, the triggers in your past from your old relationship affect your new relationship? Well, first of all, you have to determine if those triggers are uh, legitimate red flags or just your own insecurities. Like, what do you mean by triggers? Um, It could be anything like... Like, oh, I have triggers insane. if somebody raises their voice at me or or in any way makes me feel... Like cheating triggers. Oh, cheating triggers. Yeah, cheating triggers. Okay, like, so tell me your triggers. You know, like, uh, texting on the phone all the time, you know, not really being so open to talk about any of my problems or any of their problems. Like, mm-hmm. it's just certain triggers that would make it seem like there's always someone else. Well, I think, you know, for us as, as and people in general have all kinds of baggage they bring from previous relationships and previous experiences. And sometimes you do have to pay attention to your intuition. There's a difference between a trigger and your own intuition telling you this is not it. So mm-hmm. I think in the beginning of a relationship, when you first start dating somebody, nobody's really as open as you would want them to be because people are still all cautiously dealing with their own baggage. Right. As well. So you have to think, I have baggage, so does this person. I think all you can really do is take it slow and communicate. If you feel like something is a little off, then say something about it. And just say, hey, do you have to, you know, text the whole time that we're together? You know, I think I put my phone to this or make a deal. Be like, look, let's both put our phones to the side while we, we have dinner. And then you can look at it yeah, after. That None of that's a problem. It's just, um, I guess it could be my own personal securities. Mm-hmm. Because in the past, like, you know, every time that, you know, it would be presented that there would be someone else in the picture, like, you know, someone cheating on me. It would be like, you know, the little things of how they would kind of right. go through the back door to try and communicate with the other person. So everything is fine in my new situation. Like, you know, we're, we're talking, communicating, hanging out and everything. It's probably just my own insecurities because, you know, little triggers, like, especially with the whole phone thing, because that's the easiest way for someone else to... right nowadays cheat. And it's hard because people are sometimes innocently just on their phone a lot, like looking at social media and looking at stories. So you don't know what it is. And it could be nothing. So how do you like not let that affect your relationship? You know how I always look at it? Because I have a problem when I let my ex-boyfriend who did me dirty affect my current relationship. So I have to say to myself, I'm not going to let him affect me being happy with somebody else because I would never give him that pleasure of being able to do that. So I have to sometimes very consciously make that effort to make sure I don't allow that to happen. So what that means for you is unless you, this is how I go by my relationship. Unless I have a real reason to believe that something is wrong, somebody contacts me, I see something, something's fishy, I hear you whispering, something crazy happens, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. And I'm not going to rack my brain. If I have an issue with anything, if it's something small, I bring it to your attention and let's see if we can resolve it. If something actually happens that makes me not trust you, that's going to put up a serious red flag. But if we're smooth sailing, I don't want to do that to somebody. I have to make sure I check myself. And a lot of times as women, we do have to check ourselves. We have this belief that all men cheat, all men are no good. And we should never think like that because then that actually can deteriorate your relationship. Yeah, because the person I'm with, like, no, they're great. Right. Really, if he's great, perfect. let him be great, girl. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? If somebody's cheating <laughs> on you, they're going to do it regardless. If that's happening, you will find out. 
That's true. You know, so just pay attention, take it slow, and check yourself sometimes. Okay. All right? And don't let, like, your past destroy your future. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Love you guys. Love you, Love back. you too. All right. Uh, Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Yee, you can hit her up at any time. Now, keep it locked. We got rumors on the way. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. This Good morning. is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Now, I went away for one week, and I don't know what happened up here, but what happened when Russ was up here? Apparently, he was on The Breakfast Club, and he talked about his new album, Mm -hmm. a lot of different things, being hated. But he also talked about uh, beating up another rapper. Let the record show, I like Russ. Okay, I think Russ can rap his ass off. He I think he got a good head on his shoulders. You know what I mean? I, I think like people Russell. should actually actually should listen to Russ. Well, here's what Russ had to say on The Breakfast Club. Why do the young rappers critique you like young bands and smoke purple and all that? You know what? It's a trend. Those two kids, those kids, those are clowns, bro. Did you see him at any festival? Did you? Yeah, we, we've caught we caught one of them at a festival. That knows what time it is, bro. Which one? Smoke purple, little band. I'm going to tell you right now, if they respond, they know what time it is, bro. Well, now that video has leaked, you guys saw it, right? No. No, well, one of them, yeah, it was, it's interesting because Russ said whoever responds. The first person that responded was some kid named Little Ray-Ban or something. <laughs> young Ray-Ban. Bands. Young man. We used to young Little Ray-Ban. I thought it was Young, young Ray-Ban. Bands. What is it? Young, young Bands. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and he said he was going to slap my bald head and make me grow hair. I don't know what I did. He's going to slap you? Yeah. But what you did? He responded, so I was thinking it was him. Right. But it wasn't. All right, turns out it was Smoke Perp. Who also responded. Yes, here's what Smoke Perp had to say. It's me and like seven I fought all them all them by myself. Russ, you a bitch for trying to make it seem like like you did anything because you know if me and you went heads up, I'll beat the brakes out you ass Listen, take some advice from your old Uncle Charlotte, Smoke Perp. Uh, I have almost been jumped before on camera, and when it's on camera, you can't really exaggerate what happened because people will see the footage for yourself. Well, he's saying that he got jumped by seven dudes wrestling. No, he said, I was fighting them all. He said, I was fighting them all. I fought all seven of them. No, no, you were catching the beats from Russ's squad, and that's fine because those, those Nigerians don't play around, okay? You win some, you lose some, but you live to clout chase another day. Now, Russ said, LMAO, people think this is high school on some Meet Me After Class. Now, you talking crazy-ish online. I've never met None of y'all weirdos I talk to y'all lie on the bed you made. This is not after school parking lot fights. Take your ass beating and move on. <laughs> I like Russ, man. You know why? <laughs> I like Russ because he holds people accountable. He holds he people does. accountable in their music, you know, and he holds people accountable with their words that they say on social media. I am not mad at that young man, Russ. Drop one of the clues bombs for Russ. I don't know why this era hates everybody they should listen to. All right, and Tamar Braxton was on Wendy Williams. And on that show, she talks about her new boo. She has a new man who has swept her off her feet. Here's what she said about him. I met him at a friend's birthday party. Oh, hallelujah. He's so fine. I can't take it. Sometimes it's like a whole snack, a Lunchable. He's okay. originally from Nigeria, but um, he, he lived here for a while. He went to Harvard Business School. How long have you actually been with him? About three months. But it feels like forever. But like, look, but three is the magic number. Yeah. Are you in love? Yes, very much so. Now, she also told her during a taping that she was molested as a child. And, uh, you know, Tamar revealed that after Wendy pressed her, she said that she'd been molested by members of both sides of her family. And according to sources, both Wendy and the audience were stunned. So that full interview is going to air today on The Wendy Williams Show. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, Do you have that fear, Charlamagne? With your daughters about somebody doing something or trying to molest one of your daughters? Oh, hundred percent. That's part of my parental paranoia. That's 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 one of the things that gives me anxiety. You know, that's Absolutely. why I don't like. I, I really just keep my kids 
home. Like, I, they don't go to family members' house. They don't really spend the night. Like, I'm nervous and scared about that. Yeah, because you know what makes me think about it? The it's fact that parents. I got molested when I was eight. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And then, like, when I talk to my, my friends, male and female, it's like all of us were getting touched on when we were younger. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what, what era were we in where all of these adults felt like they could just... It was cool to touch on little kids. It's crazy. So, you know, I just try to stress to my daughters, especially my oldest daughter who's 10, like, yo, anybody touch you in any appropriate place, you let daddy know. And when they tell you not to tell me, tell that's me. when you definitely tell come me. and tell me. Absolutely. Did you guys watch that series, Big Little Lies? No. no. Oh, okay. You guys got to watch it. I watched it while I was on a 15-hour flight, and I watched the whole entire series. Wow. But anyway, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. We're going to start off with some Swiss Beats. It was Swiss Beats' birthday today. Swiss, I missed your party last night. I don't know why I thought it was next week. The wife is mad at me right now, but I apologize, Swiss. But we're going to get some Swiss on in the mix. Happy birthday to Swiss Beats. Everybody else, let me know what you want to hear. At DJ Envy Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs>